It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Then it gets his sign, checks the runner at second, and the pitch. Swung on and popped up, center field. It's deep, going back at the track, at the wall, reaching up, and it's gone! Christian Pache with a two-out, pinch hit, two-run home run to give the Bills a 4-2 lead. Come on! Are you kidding me? That was almost off the handle, it seemed like. Oh, welcome on in. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never, ever, ever looked so good. Neither did a Phil's win. Never looked so good. What a night. Um, Just being completely honest, I don't come on here lying. I tell you exactly how I feel at this exact moment and how I feel during the game. Two things I felt. One, did not feel like a win tonight. It just straight up did not feel like a win uh, it was it, like they it, they go out, they sweep Tampa. It felt like a classic letdown spot. I know Alcantara's been struggling, but whatever. And it was just like, okay, not a big deal. They've won 12 straight road games. No reason to freak out. They've earned our trust. Yada, yada, yada. And they came back and they stole one. And the second thing that I can't sit on here and lie to you about is I thought that was a pop-up, man. I thought that was a, a straight-up can of corn. I really did. And it just kept carrying. I was like, okay, well, he'll catch you to the wall. And then I was like, okay, maybe he'll rob it at the wall or, 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 or take it back. Didn't happen. Kept traveling. And, and for a ballpark where it feels like you never see a home run go out of, I'm just, I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. It was one of those wins I didn't see coming. And it was one of those wins that it, when we look back at the end of this season, 
it'll be like, man, remember the night that Christian Pache turned into a folk hero here? What a night. What a beautiful win. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Jack Fritz reacting to, I mean, probably the most improbable Phil's win of the season, um, but definitely one where if if you were questioning – not I don't think anyone has really been questioning because been playing good baseball, but you want to start – having checkmark moments of, like, something special is brewing, that's what tonight is. And, and that's why – that's my biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. Something special is brewing with this baseball team. And 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 um, the, the Rays series, I felt like they just went down there and took care of business. You know, they went down there and and they, they just handed it to them. And that's a team that had the most wins in the AL – Heading into that series, and the Phils looked the, looked like the better team. And I talked about last night about how they had the look. And when you have the look, you start to have confidence, and you start to see who's the guy that's going to step up tonight. Well, tonight it was Christian Pache, and, and Christian Pache, a, a former top twenty prospect, he's a brave prospect. Uh, he the, somehow they can't develop develop him. He gets shipped to the A's. Uh, and the A's, who have absolutely no reason not to play Christian Pache because uh, they are a dumpster fire and they're the worst team in baseball, they give up on him uh, for, for a, a low-level minor league pitcher, and and the Phillies turn him into an incredibly useful player. I mean, not as it just the, the offense, or not as it just the, 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 the defense, which they thought they were getting with Christian Pache. I mean, the defense is, is transcendent. I mean, he might be the best single defensive player in the sport. That's how good Christian Pache is in the outfield. The offense has just been it, – it, it's been mind-blowing. I mean, he's batting over 300. He's crushing lefties. He hit a ball again off A.J. Puck in the ninth, throwing like 97-mile-an-hour fastballs with, with freaking a wipeout slider. Christian Pache – is the guy that's hitting a, 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 a go-ahead home run? I mean, that is, like, that's special. And, and tonight was special. And, and, and I, I always wax poetically about the Phillies video yearbook and how I watch it every year. That's a yearbook moment. And, and it reminded me of a couple games from last year. The, the, the first game that obviously sticks out, and I think it sticks out for uh, a lot of people, is the Bohm Veerling game off of Josh Hader. Maybe it's because it's it was off of a lefty with also bad uh, a bad beard, but I mean also as sort of improbable. AJ Puck was not Josh Hader at that point. Josh Hader had not a lot of run in a calendar year heading into that outing, and it was three one same kind of game. Boom, Veerling go back to back. It's tie. Phils win it tonight. You know they they, they come back in that fashion. Christian Pache out of nowhere. Helps the Phils the Phil steal a game down in Miami, a place that has just been been haunting them for years. And the other game that it reminded me of, and again, not lying, when JT had that single, I was like, that looks a lot like how the ninth inning started against the Cardinals in the playoff game. It did. It looked it looked the exact same. And it's like, oh, JT gets on, still nothing to worry about. And then, bang! Alec Bohm rips a ball in, into the into the gap. Um, it, it makes it a three-two game. Gives them a chance. They keep fighting, and, and and Christian Pache comes up with a big swing. I mean, that is that is winning baseball. That is special baseball. And you know, when 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 managers talk about, oh, this team never quits. Oh, they didn't give away any at bats. This, that, and whatever. Tonight's an example of that. Last night was an example of that. 
of not quitting and keep fighting and keep scratching and clawing until the end. And that's how a baseball team becomes beloved in a city. That is how they become beloved in the city. What they did last year was great, but now it's about compiling it and finding more and more moments. What a night. What a night. Um, just just so many little things that happened that night. 215-592-9494. How about Rob Thompson? You know, he pulls the starting center fielder. I know it's probably an easy choice going from Marsh to, to Christian Pache. But still, I mean, Brandon Marsh is a guy who's been hitting pretty well recently. He's your starting center fielder. He's a guy that you're going to trust most times. And Rob Thompson had the stones to pull him. Uh, I don't think he anticipated Christian Pache hitting home run. But still, I mean, you, you have to give credit to the manager there and 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 just give him props. That's a big spot. So uh, amazing, amazing. That's my first big takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. We'll go to the phones here in one second. But uh, some other things. My unsung hero of the night is Jeff Hoffman. Uh, Zach Wheeler was, was okay. It wasn't a, a great Zach Wheeler start. But Jeff Hoffman being able to take down those two innings late in the game, keep it a 3-1 game, not have to use extra members of the bullpen, not having to go to, to someone else because he gets in trouble, just having two easy breezy uh, innings and, and keeping that a 3-1 game and not letting it get out of hand. That is that is another sign of a team that is figuring out how to win. He gave the rest of the bullpen pretty much a night off until obviously he used Craig Kimbrell for the close. By the way, <laughs> I mean, another lockdown Craig Kimbrell thing. It's just every time he comes in for the ninth now, I'm kind of at the point where they got this one. It's 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 something I've, I feel like I haven't felt since, you know, I, I, I don't want to bring up this name, but Papelbon, uh, and, and definitely since uh, since since Legend 08. It's just like, oh, Craig Kimball's coming in? Game over. Didn't expect to, to anticipate that heading into the year, but we did. We're here, and it, and it is just brilliant. Um, and, and my final thing before we go to the phones is part of what is making this so much fun, again, 13 straight road wins. Probably the most improbable thing that's happened to me in my entire life as a Phillies fan. Like this team, they don't play well on the road. They just don't play well on the road. For my, for most of my conscious Phillies fandom, at least the last like five years where they're actually trying to win, they were disasters on the road. They were awful. They would have be hopeless and hapless and 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 kill any momentum by going on the road. And now it's like can't wait to see the Phillies on the road because that's what they do now is they win. And, and I've talked about it a lot, but I'm telling you, it matters when you talk about winning baseball, and that is camaraderie and, and, and coming together. And you, you, you do that on the road, and how you perform on the road, to me, shows how close of a team you are. And it was not lost on me that after the game, Brandon Marsh is still dumping the, the, the water on Christian Pache's head. And, and, I, and man, he got soaked by the way he got the I think the whole rest of the tub uh but Brandon Marsh he was pinch hit for in that spot but he was selfless and he's like that's a great win for the Phils and and he's not letting that moment be about him and little stuff like that like think of how happy that makes Christian Pache instead of it possibly being like an awkward situation he just he, he was just like you know what that that's my teammate he picked us up we got a big win not about me it, 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 in professional sports today, it feels like it's a lot of me. And and I thought Marsh still being that guy, that's important stuff. Being 
incredibly happy for Christian Pache in that moment. Of course, Brendan Marsh wishes that was his spot, but but he put himself aside to 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 be with his teammate, and I think that stuff matters. And the other thing that that was was cool to see was Bryce Harper. I mean, he was he was screaming at Christian Pache's face. These games mean something, and these guys are not giving up. They're fighting till the end, and in a game where it didn't feel like a win, it ended up being a an incredibly an incredibly special night. And I just leave tonight feeling like we got something special brewing right now. And, and, and that is going to be one of those games that we look back on end of the year and we're like, man, remember the Christian Pache game? What a night. What a night. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Jack Fritz hanging out here on the final out. Get in and react to what is a a, a beautiful win by the Phils down in South Florida tonight. Blake kicks us off in Narberth. What's happening, Blake? Hey, Jack. That was an unbelievable win, to put it bluntly. But I think this win really encapsulates the team's turnarounds. During the first homestand of the season, we were in a similar position against Miami. Pache at the plate, Ronard second, and he popped up on a broken bat against the same pitcher. And this time, he comes through with a home run. And I think this also is something, and I know some people have been tough on Kevin Long, um, some of the veterans are struggling a bit. His aggressive approach, some don't love it. But the young hitters under Kevin Long have been great. Pat Shag looked atrocious in the beginning of the year against the Yankees, Rangers. He's spectacular now with that great defense. And Bone pulled the ball, set that position up. And Stock's been spectacular along with Marsh and Sosa somewhat. So it's really it's a great win. And I think it shows just the development of these young players, which has really been a good sight to see throughout the season. Yeah, totally, Blake, and I appreciate the call, and, and you're dead right. I mean, some of the, the veterans have been struggling with, with Kevin Long, but the development that you've, you've seen from Bryson Stott, um, I think Alec Bohm has taken positive steps forward. Brandon Marsh, Christian Pache, you know, that, that is stuff that, that also matters. Um, so definitely, you know, Kevin Long, while I've had my frustrations, what he's done with the young guys has definitely paid dividends. And now, like the way Pache is playing, I, I would not start him over Marsh, but if they can get post All Star break, if they can get Bryce at first base, and and get Schwarber the DH, and they can have Pache and and Brandon Marsh. By the way, I would put Brandon Mar- I would put Christian Pache in center and Brandon Marsh in left. I mean, that's you go from <laughs> defense in the outfield being uh, a, a worry for you to it being a just massive, massive positive. Like that's even if so, they'll probably still make a trade at the deadline. They need to make a, make a trade at the deadline. We don't know what they can do until we figure it out. Figure out if Bryce can play first or not. But let's say Bryce can play first until the deadline. A Pache Marsh center field left field would would just do wonders for this team's defense. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in on the other side. We'll get to all of your reaction. It's a big win. It's it's an exciting win. It's an improbable win. Christian Pache, everyone's a hero of the night. We will get to all of your reaction. Get in now, 215-592-9494. But also, I have some thoughts on Zach Wheeler from his outing tonight. We'll get to that and more coming up next here on The Final Out. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best – 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Welcome back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looked so good. Let's get to the player of the game, brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. It's obviously Christian Pache, but also Christian Pache postgame. Uh... It was a real man that hit that ball. Christian Pache said it himself, courtesy of Matt Gelb. So uh, I think Christian's a little fired up, as he should be. You know, that was a, a big spot um, off the bench, comes in. I mean, die, he hasn't gotten a bat, and it feels like a, a little bit here. A.J. Puck's throwing 97 with a, with a wipeout slider. Been, been pretty good for the, the Marlins this year. And for a guy who just is not a power hitter, to, to be able to, to take that ball, like 4-10, dead central, and in, in that spot where your team's down and you, you've won 12 road games and yeah, obviously you're the NL champs, it's just like, – that's a cool moment. That's a cool moment for a kid who goes from a top 20 prospect a couple years ago to traded by the team that developed them to given up on by the worst team in baseball. Um, to, to have that moment and have this like career resurgence, and I, you can just feel it in, in some of the emotion. Is is he's like, you know what? I'm here. I'm, I'm a good player, and the Phils might have gotten a steal here, and they just it, it's been a while since they've unearthed at least a hitter. They've they've unearthed pitchers. I mean, Je- Jeff Hoffman's one of them right now. Um, they've done pretty good at, at turning failed pitching projects into serviceable players. But it's been a while since we've had that on the, the offensive side. And obviously the big names that come to mind are, are, are Worth and Victorino. And they might they might have that version of, of – now, obviously, if we get that version, I mean, you're talking about uh, a wall of famer for Christian Pache. But still, they, this could be that kind of diamond in the, in the rough that – this team on earth that helps them compete at a really high level for a couple of years. I mean, they have some, some, some really high quality outfield depth right now throughout the whole system. I mean, it's, it's, it's Marsh, it's Pache at the major league level. Johan Rojas is going off in, in, in double a, uh, uh, Carlos De La Cruz is going off in double a, then you have Justin Crawford who they took, um, in the first round last year, who's going to be playing in the, the Futures game over the weekend. He's batting over uh, 300 down in, in low A. So, man, it's 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 exciting. And uh, I'm all in on their new celebration. Uh, the little Sam Cassell 
type of celebration. You know, it's a little cocky. It's 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 it's, it's good, and it, and it it just it it breeds winning baseball. Everything they're doing right now is just breeding winning baseball, and something something is special. Uh, something special is brewing with with this team. Dan is on a cell. What's happening, Dan? Jack, what's going on, man? What a night, buddy. What a night. How we doing? Uh, I couldn't be happier. I mean, this team is fun right now. I mean, watching them, uh, most of the game a little little tough to watch, but at the end yeah, there, it's sure. definitely worth it. Uh, I just got to say real quick, big fan of the high hopes you and Seltzer uh, tuned in all the time. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, that game was awesome. It's fun to watch. I mean, seeing Harper out there, Castellanos getting in there for Pache, it was huge. Um, I did want to ask you one thing. What do we do with the trade deadline here? I mean, you got Pache kind of there uh, behind Schwarber. Uh, you got Dominguez waiting in the bullpen to come back. Do we get another bullpen piece? Do we get another bat? Where do we go from here, man? Yeah, and I, I appreciate the call, Dan, and thank you so much for listening to the pod. As always, check out the High Host podcast. Uh, event Tuesday night at uh, Time Out on Pine in Huntington Valley. Miller Lights all night long. All-Star game. Tommy Green. Seltzer and I hanging out. Phillies, uh, Phillies tickets to give away. All that good stuff. Time Out on Pine. Come down and hang out with us. But um, the deadline. And, and the deadline, tell you what, it's going to be absolutely fascinating what they do at the deadline now because – I, I just I'm of, of the belief that the starter thing's kind of done now. If they want to go out and try to get a, a Dylan Cease if he's available, I'm in. Um, but it, I'm not acquiring a random fifth starter now. I think Chris Sanchez has done the job, and if you find a guy as good as Chris, Chris Sanchez, um, I'd be surprised at this point. I, now, if you want to go get a, a, a two or a, or a high end three, whatever, we could have that discussion. It's not my number one priority. Uh, again, pretty much. How the trade deadline goes down is what happens with Bryce at first base. If Bryce can come back and looks competent at first base and, and can make all the throws and can scoop balls and feel the ground ball, whatever. If he can go and play a competent first base, makes everything easier. Because then, if you want it, you can go get like an Adam Duvall of, of the Red Sox. A right-handed, gold-glove caliber outfielder that um, you know can hit the ball out of the ballpark. But again, when you have what what Christian Pache is doing. I, I want to see more of them. I do. I want to see more of Christian Pache. So, um, you know, a name like Cody Bellinger comes to mind. You know, he can play outfield. He can play first base. If they want to give Bryce a blow and, and give him a night, they can play. In the, like, it's just he's he's versatile from that aspect. The question is if, if, if the Cubs sell. But um, I, I obviously I would always go for another bullpen piece. They have a really good bullpen right now. I think that's 10 straight games. They haven't allowed a run. Um, so the bullpen's clicking on all cylinders, but you can always add more and, and become a souped-up bullpen. It's exciting because there's not really that obvious flaw. Like, for me, it's another bat, but – and I don't think Christian Pache has played enough to where it's like, I'm not going to go acquire a bat. I want to see more, but, um, you know, I, I, I will kind of bet on track records. It's it's going to be fascinating, and, and frankly – the Andrew Painter situation has, has changed it, I believe, a good amount because I thought heading into the deadline they'd be more inclined to move on from a, a Abel or McGarry. But now if you lose Painter, you might want to hold on to those guys just until you get them back. And, and trading ways, starting pitching depth, quality pitching depth, I don't know if it's the, the best course of action. Um, and, and the Painter injury is a huge bummer. It seems like we know where this is trending. 
And it, that changes a lot of things because now it's like you got you have to re-sign Nola. Um, but we can we can deal with that in the offseason. This is a, this is a big win uh, and a deadline again uh, coming up at the end of this month. So so can't wait for that. Zach Wheeler tonight. He was. It's been the last three starts with Zach Wheeler where it's not like great. It's not bad. And what I've what I've kind of said about it the last couple of outings is we're in that Zach Wheeler run while he's finding his uh, like, I feel like he's finding his release point on his, on his breaking balls and, and some of the off speed pitches um, where he's pitching good, but it's not the dominant Zach Wheeler that we're used to seeing, but it's also not a dumpster fire. Like, it's not like he's going out there and getting shelled. I mean, he did his job tonight. I mean, he went six innings, allowed three or uh, three runs, but it also isn't the usual Zach Wheeler that we're, we're used to seeing. So it's kind of one of those Zach Wheeler funks. But the nice part is is that he's not completely falling apart on the mound. Like being able to go six innings tonight, allow three earned, keep the fills in that game, hand the ball over to Jeff Hoffman, um, and, and just keep them close enough to where Christian Pacek can have that moment. Zach Wheeler did his job tonight. It hasn't been unbelievable. It hasn't been the Zach Wheeler we're used to seeing. He was 94 again tonight in the in the fifth and sixth. He started striking guys out late. Um, so I just think he's fighting through some mechanical things right now. He's not getting his curveball or any of his off-speed pitches really over for strikes. And I think he's just working his way through it. And I think the all-star break is coming at a great time. It's been three straight starts where he hasn't really looked like peak Zach Wheeler. Um, and, and hopefully this, this all-star break can come. He can go just get away from the, the, the game a little bit, get seven, seven days off, I believe. Um, and come back in the second half with a vengeance. But um, he did his job tonight, and it wasn't pretty. It wasn't perfect, but uh, the results are the results. Brett is in Newark. What's happening, Brett? Hey, what's going on, Jack? How you doing tonight? Doing great, man. Doing great. It was a, it was a heck of a comeback win, man. How are you? Doing great after that. Um, yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, Wheeler came out and kind of did his thing. He's playing well or pitching well, but not great as we're used to. But, I mean, he's definitely keeping them in the games to win. And it seemed like the Phillies just kind of ran into Sandy being Sandy. Um, I know he hasn't had a great year either, but he, he was pitching his uh, pitching it really well tonight. Um, but through, like, the sixth inning or so, it just seemed like it was going to be one of those games that they just couldn't find a way to win, couldn't find a way to score. And then all of a sudden you see a couple balls hit really hard right at people. I mean, Nick pulled the one down the line to Gene. He just snagged it out of the air. A couple of hard hit balls to the outfield. Um, and it just seemed like the ball wasn't falling for us. And then JT comes up, hits the home run, and it just seemed like a little bit of weight came off their shoulders and everybody relaxed, and the ball just seemed to start falling our way. And yeah. yet again, they found another way to win on the road in an awesome way. And and I think that's the, the key part right now, Brett, is that they keep finding ways to keep scratching and clawing. And even when they don't play their best, like they didn't give up tonight. And and some other unsung hero stepped up, and and, and we're all we're going to remember the Christian Pache game by the end of this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I screamed at the top of my lungs. My poor girlfriend's outside and almost comes back in like, what the heck is going on? Like, sorry, sorry. You know, difference maker just happened. Can't help myself. Uh, isn't it so funny, too, because it's freaking July, you know, and we're, we're hanging on the edge of our seats like it's it's a playoff game. But that's that's what happens when the Phils are, are playing the way they are right now, Brett. Yeah, exactly. Everything just feels like a playoff game. Every at-bat just seems like it comes down to the wire, I mean, no matter what. Um, but the boys, you know, they're fighting and clawing. It's awesome to watch. Yeah, man. I appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of your uh, your Friday night and the rest of your weekend. Man, what a win. What a win. 
Something special is brewing here. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, we will look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Rob Cherry, who will take you through the rest of the night. It's Jack Fritz here on The Final Out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Buck looks in and gets his sign, checks the runner at second, and the pitch. Swung on and popped up. Center field. It's deep. Going back at the track, at the wall, reaching up, and it's gone! Christian Pache with a two-out, pinch-hit, two-run home run to give the Bills a 4-2 lead. Come on. Are you kidding me? That was almost off the handle, it seemed like. I mean, was there ever going to be any other play tonight for the Mike's Amazing play of the game than that? Christian Pache going deep fly. Yes, Murph thought it was a pop-up, but so did you. So stop picking on Murph. Don't pick up, pick on him on Twitter. You thought it was a pop-up. I thought it was a pop-up. Regardless, it kept carrying Christian Pache, the hero of the night. That is our Mike's Amazing play of the game. Presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the fills. Uh, welcome on back. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you here uh, before handing things off to Rob Cherry. Reacting to the best win of the season, an improbable win, um, and again, one that we're going to remember for a while, and um, you know, just uh, continuing to cement not only that they're back, um, but cementing that there's something special brewing here. And honestly, it 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 stinks that there's there's two game two two games um, and, until the until the All Star break because this team's rolling, and I would hate to have the momentum they have right now. And have it stop for for a week, and then kind of start back up. I mean, I talked about it last night. They went down to, to Florida last year and took two or three, and then out of the All Star break, they got swept at home by the Cubs. I mean, I remember that Friday night game? It was on Apple TV, and I think they lost like sixteen to four. They got just destroyed. Um, so it, it kind of stinks that they're starting to rack up these moments and 13 straight road wins, first time since 1976, and then you got to put a halt to it, but hopefully they can just get out of the all-star break and, and back on track. Lou, my guy Lou in Denver calling the Phil's postgame show. What's happening, Lou? Jack, what's up, man? Good to talk to you. Are we talking, what, what we talking Phil's tonight? No Eagles? I, I mean, I, you're usually an Eagles guy. Uh, I love the Phillies, man. They're my, they're they're right behind the Eagles, but I I, I love the Phillies. What it's such a great team, and yeah, you know, I, a couple things. One, Alec Bohm has stuck out. I mean, just that play the last night where he had the one-handed uh, throw to first to get the guy, and then coming in clutch in the ninth, just a turnaround from a year and a half ago when he was like, "I hate this place." Yeah, uh, got to give him props. Well, and, and what's so con- fun? Yeah. What's so funny about Bohm is that I I don't even have anxiety when the ball's hit his way anymore. Like I, yeah. he's he's developed so much at third base to where it's just not a problem. And and you know obviously like Pache, 
Um, what a story. And even what stuck out to me was after the game when they were interviewing him, um, he was talking about, you know, I've been welcomed in. It's the change of scenery. Um, and and they were they're great human beings. And that, that you can feel like the camaraderie, like you said, and on the road, 13 wins. I'm hoping they get the record 17-18 past the t- Tigers. But um, there are concerns. I w- you know, Wheeler, he left a, l- a couple pitches over the plate. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, he just needs that break. But question to you is, I, I'm with you. I'd rather get like a high-end starter because I feel like all the starters are like solid. But when you get to the postseason, you want that like ace. And I don't know if we have that. We might. But I guess we got to figure it out. I would think. Well, you got to bank. You got to bank on Wheeler field. for sure. Yeah, I think it's uh, Wheeler has to be your ace. But if who who's after that? I mean, Walker's been pitching well. Rangers great in the postseason. So. It's either a high-end starter or a left fielder. I, I think Goldschmidt, you'd have to give up too much at this point. But um, I like Bellinger or a high-end starter. Yeah, and I appreciate the call. Um, and, again, it's going to be really interesting. And I'll just keep echoing it. Like, we don't, we can't figure out what they're going to do with the deadline until we see Bryce Harper play first base. I know that doesn't affect the starter market. Um, the thing with the starter market is that – I I don't know who's really available. Like, I, I don't want to give up a ton for Shane Bieber. I, I know he's been great for the last couple of years. Just telling you, the stuff's declining. He's not striking out as many guys. Doesn't look like the same guy. And, you know, I think you're, you're, you're paying for past performance. And given that it feels like everyone needs a starter on, on the market this year, you're going to have to overpay for him. And I don't know if, I don't know if he's worth that. Um, a guy, like, I would trade for Michael Kopech of the White Sox. He's got a couple years of um, pre-Arbel. I think he has two years before free agency. He would probably cost you a good amount, but he's like an upside swing. He pitched pretty well for the last couple months for the White Sox. And I think that if he gets out of the White Sox and into a, a pitching development system like the Phillies, I think that you would get a, a steal in Michael Kopech. Obviously, Dylan Cease is a name. I don't know if they're going to make him available. That would cost you a ton, but he's under club control for the next two seasons. So... Those are names that, like, Dylan Cease, even if Goldschmidt's available, Cease is my number one target if he is actually on the market. So, again, can't wait. We, at end of this month, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. It's going to be – it's nice that, that it feels like the city is invested in it again. Brian is in church. What's happening, Brian? What's up, Jack? How you doing? How do you think I'm doing, buddy? <laughs> I know how you're doing. That was, that was actually a stupid question. My fault. It's been great. And, it's and, been uh, great. How are, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And and yes, I thought that was a pop up as well. <laughs> it was hard not to. I was like, I was like, you know, I was like deflated. I was like, man, it, it felt like something special was brewing here. And it's not on Christian Pache. It's a tough pitcher. The thing just kept caring, man. Um, it, and it I, I, I'm going, shocked. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Yes, and I, I may have yelled it a little bit, like Brett myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. But yeah, and the one thing that's nice is, unlike say two months or so ago, oh, shoot the dogs bark. Um, unlike two months or so ago, you know it's three nothing, and you didn't feel like the game was over, which was nice. You're like they could definitely come back in this thing. So uh, you know, which you know the confidence that you're starting to feel, and and, and it's obviously it's still early July, but uh, you know with the the confidence you're starting to feel, it's definitely getting this. Getting that uh, 2022 uh, vibe going, it feels yeah, like it really is, Brian. And I appreciate the call, but even this feels this feels not how it felt in last summer, 
but how it felt closer in the playoffs. Like they, tonight felt like a playoff game. Yesterday felt like a playoff game. That race series mostly felt like a playoff series. It felt bigger to me. Um, and they they fought and they scratched and they clawed and they came out with wins. And I mean that's that's impressive stuff. Um, and, and I I, op- I opened the show, not lying to you. Uh, full disclosure, I had all typed out, waiting for the for the, <laughs> for the final out. I had all typed out. This is going to be Adam Duvall's spot in in three weeks. So credit to me. Didn't press didn't press send. And Christian Pache sent us all home very, very happy. So I still think Adam Duvall makes sense. You know, he's a power right-handed bat. Strikes out a ton, so it won't help from that standpoint. But, um, you know, he's a great defensive player regardless. Uh, let's get Dennis in Springfield's happen. Dennis, good to talk to you, buddy. Yo, Jack. Uh, usually talk to you when you're screening calls. Uh, and, and before I get to the, to, to the Greg Murphy call, <laughs> last night's game, the Tampa Bay game, I mean, I watch all the games, and, and I watch him, and I, you know, I root for him, and I want him to win. But last night's game was a game that I actually felt like I wanted. I wanted them to win that game last night. And I, and I don't know if it was a streak. I don't know if it was sweep, uh, sweeping Tampa Bay, whatever. But that, yeah, I mean, that's, me last... a, that's interesting. Maybe it's because you felt like the Rays were the, one of the best teams in baseball, and sweeping them would put the Phillies into, like, a different – like category in a way. Well, well, kind of validate them a little bit, even though, in my opinion, they don't need to be validated. They're the, right. uh, they are the defending National League champs, you know. But having said all that, I'm driving tonight. I'm not watching TV in my car because I don't have a TV in my car. I'm not that rich. Right. Well, most people don't have TVs and, in their car. And Greg Murphy called that a pop up. And and I'm driving. I'm like, oh shit, the game's over. It's a pop up. Tucker, you got that. And, and, and then he said, and that gives the Phillies a four-two lead. <laughs> uh, well, listen, you know, man. Uh, I'm just telling you, you got to get home and see the video, man, because it it did look like a pop off off the bat. And, 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 and I've seen it since then, but <laughs> I'm I'm not a professional announcer. I'm not a professional base, you know. And if if I'm uh, I mean, I, I've heard bad calls in, in the past, and I've heard you know guys think a ball's going out and it's not, but 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 a pop up is kind of weak, and, and I, I don't think it's like terrible to to criticize them for that because he, well, he's I a mean, pro. sure, if you want to be really mad, I, I'm just not mad about it. They they won a game on an incredible I'm, comeback I'm, home run. I'm not yeah, mad. I'm absolutely. not mad at Murph. But, but, but we can bust his chops a little bit. Yeah, well, we? I mean, yeah, of course we could have a little bit of fun with it, for sure, for sure. But, I was yeah, more but, being uh, facetious you know when I came back. But, but now, after that win tonight, I don't see any reason why they can't take the next two, to be honest with you. I, I think that's a big momentum game tonight. Yeah, and I appreciate the call, Dennis, and, and hopefully it's one of those games where, listen, there's been so much pain caused by the Marlins in Miami. I mentioned it last night. I mean, 19-11, to 11, Brandon Workman against Starling Marte. Uh, uh, there's... Uh, their season basically ended there a couple of years ago. I mean, Sixto shoved against them. Uh, no one watched it because the Phillies or the, the Eagles are playing that day. But there's been so many bad Phillies Marlins game games. It's about time we got one. It's about time that we got one tomorrow. Ranger Suarez on the mound versus Braxton Garrett. Braxton Garrett's been really good this year. Um, you know, he was kind of a forgotten guy in that Marlins rotation, and then they brought him up, and he, he's just pitched so well that he's stuck. Hopefully, Ranger. 
he can bounce back. You know, he was not great in his last outing against the Nationals. For me, more of a blip on the radar than a cause for massive concern. Um, and, and hopefully tomorrow, big ballpark feels like a, a game where Ranger kind of gets right. But if not, definitely more of a cause for concern. I, I can say I think it's a blip, a blip in the radar as much as I want, but Ranger also has to go out and validate that opinion, and hopefully he does because what he was doing before that was just stupid. I mean, we, we talked about what he did in June, like 1-2 ERA or something. So um, tomorrow needs to be one of those get-writable kind of starts, and, and it's probably going to be a low-scoring affair. I mean, it's not like the Marlins have some great offense. It's better than it's been in years past, but you know, we don't need to fool ourselves into thinking there's some stalwart um, as an offense. So Ranger is one that he should be able to take advantage of. And then obviously Nola versus Jesus Lazardo on Sunday. So that's going to be a big um, you know, marquee matchup between two studs. Um, and, and I can't wait to see Aaron Nola build off what he did in Tampa and hopefully ride that momentum into the All-Star break. Um, and again, unsung hero of the night, Jeff Hoffman. Two innings out of the bullpen. Uh, lets them use Alvarado tomorrow. Let's them use Soto tomorrow. Um, didn't have to go to some other guys. Jeff Hoffman, two innings out of the pen. That is big, big winner stuff from Jeff Hoffman tonight. But either way, that's going to do it for me. Tucker Bagley produced uh, the final out tonight. Rob Cherry's got you coming up next. Uh, Sunday, Seltzer and I will have a, uh, a post-game pod after the series, after, we, after Nola versus Lazardo. The MLB draft is Sunday night, so I'm going to do a YouTube thing uh, live reacting to the podcast or live reacting to the Phillies draft pick. They picked 27th. Um, so uh, believe me, they've been very, very excited for that. And maybe by that point, uh, are we going to have 15 straight road wins? Um, would be a crazy, crazy feat. Either way, a, a guy that saw them do this in 1888 and a guy that saw them do this in 1976, or 19, yeah, Rob Cherry, he's got you coming up next. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Um, Phil's win, Christian Pache, build a statue now. That's going to do it for me. Thanks for hanging out tonight on the final out.